welcome to Beauties and Headcanons, where we're nerdy and you probably are too. I'm Tegan, and today I have with me here, you probably know him, I hope you love him, it's my husband Lee. They said it couldn't be done. Return of the husband. Oh my god! Hi. <laughs> Greetings. Pleasure's all yours. <laughs> and today uh, we're going to be doing part one of a two-part uh, coverage of Ms. Marvel. Um, I know I, I don't... I know we've done like, you know, a couple of episodes on series in the past, even shorter series, and I personally don't always like to do that, but sometimes, you know, there's things that you want to catch up with and talk about, or sometimes there's some things that you just don't get a chance to talk about in the first episode. And going into Ms. Marvel, like I knew that there was going to be some things that I wanted to talk about that I just wasn't going to be able to have the time to address if, you know, we only stuck to one episode. So... I'm pretty much going into this now. We're, we're planning on doing two episodes now on this. So this is going to be part one. Um, and just to let you know, there will be, you know, both of these episodes will have spoilers. Um, this one uh, will only be uh, spoiling episodes one through five because episode six hasn't dropped yet as of this recording. So, you know, if you've only watched episode one through five, you're good to go. Um Next episode, we'll be covering episode six as well and the series as a whole. But if you haven't caught up through episode five, here's your chance now to go ahead and back out and just put this on pause until you get caught up with the series. So, without further ado... <laughs> like a Ms. Marvel appetizer. Yes, 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 yes. Exactly, exactly. Because this is... Honestly, this is a really good series and I'm... I'm disappointed, but I'm not surprised at some of the reaction that this particular series has gotten. Okay, Emma, you're starting with trouble. <laughs> well, I, you know me. I always start with trouble. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, of course we know, you know, there's some review bombs going on and there's all kinds of opinions floating around about it. Um, I haven't had the chance to, like, um, look too closely at it. I've, I've seen some things. I have, I can't, I'm not going to claim I've seen all of them, but I, you know, again disappointed but not surprised uh, to have this kind of backlash so first of all I wanted to talk about you know just the importance of this series and you know how it really brings to light the importance of diversity and not just being like forced you know diversity and not you know just putting characters out there but actually infusing characters with you know everything that makes them who they are um this is why the series shows exactly why it's so important to not just, you know, write about characters who, you know, who are not white characters, who are not Christian or who are not, you know, non-religious, you know, just it's so important to also have people from that culture, from that background, from that religion, you know, it's important to have them in the writer's room advising up close and personal this, you know, this is who we are. This is how to portray that. And I think the show does a really excellent job of digging into that. Well, yeah, it's kind of necessary because you can't just go, hey, behold, this is our newest hero, ethnic man. <laughs> and that's just not really going to fly. And when it comes to different characters, it's important that you don't give them a hand-me-down. Kind of mm -hmm. like uh, Riri Williams is going to be the next supposed, because her character's Ironheart, which uh -huh. is dope because she's obviously very smart. But you know how it goes, because like what happened with Sam? He was Falcon, and now he's Captain America. Yeah. And you and I both know it's not. He's not going to be received that way. I am not looking forward to that. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> I am really not looking forward to it. And it's important that people can see themselves in the characters mm -hmm. and media they consume. It's important that little Pakistani boys and girls can see like we can do it too. We yeah. can be up there. We can be a part of this. Our culture is something special, and it looks and. From what I've seen on the show, a lot of it looks fun. Yeah. Like the, like their wedding ceremonies. Just their marketplace looks like a good time. There's a little bit of something for everybody. I didn't know anything about this stuff. Yeah. Whenever I, anytime I would hear anything about folks involving like Middle Eastern descent, Pakistani, Iranian, anything, it was usually under the context of conflict. It was mm -hmm. usually under the context of some kind of political change, yeah. or regime change. It was never about, hey, this is how we hang out. So yeah. it's a welcome change to get to see inside their world. Yeah. Because they've been seeing the inside of like the Western world forever. Yeah, and that that's an excellent point. That's 
really like one of my biggest points is that, you know, in Western media, we get just a certain view of the Middle East, India, Asia, And it's never in a positive light. Yeah, and it's never really in a positive light. But this, it felt like pretty much like the way that they've written and portrayed Kamala, her family, her community, her mosque. It feels like any other like sitcom or series family. If anything, it feels more so because everybody seemingly gets along. Even if there are spats. It's not like earth shattering. It's, it's like just, we're still family. We're going to come back together at the end right, of the day. Right, we'll get back to yes. Mm-hmm. But it's nice to see them just be people yeah. instead of a number or a box to check. Exactly. Like this is the difference between, you know, just token representation and actual good representation. You know, where the whole culture is presented in, you know, fully. And, you know, it's... Again, like it's just like you're you're watching uh, another sitcom or another series of any other family that would be white, midwestern, maybe religious, and they go to church, maybe not. But I mean, you know, we've seen that so often. Like how many, how how often have we seen that? It's literally almost every other series out there. Yeah, every very, series I saw as a kid. Yeah, there's very few series that actually dig into the meat of you know what it is to be a part of a different culture and a different heritage and a different background growing up in America. And, you know, with all of the subtleties that's woven into Ms. Marvel, they've done such a great job of that. So I, I'm, I'm really happy to have that. And one of the things that really, like, honestly pisses me off is, you know, when people say, well, I don't connect with this. Like, as if, as if it's a failing of the media itself that a white boy from Kansas can't connect to a Pakistani-American teenage girl. Like... Sorry, dude. Like, how, how many other series have we had? What? Something wrong, sugar? And, you know, how, how many series have we had with Marvel? And, and how many series have actually just featured a white lead? Like, we had uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, you mean the Clark and Buck Express? <laughs> ha! You thought you were going to listen to this episode and not hear me remind you that that's the name of the show, didn't you? <laughs> Surprise, listener, when the husband's on, it's the Cluck and Buck Express. Celebrate. But we've had that, and we've had this show. And Cluck and Buck, if and I'm really, honest, they shouldn't have done it. Yeah. They shouldn't have done it. They should not have done that show because there are lines you need to cross when you're dealing with source material that heavy. Mm-hmm. And what you you cannot dance around it, you cannot tiptoe around it. And that's what they did, and as a result, the show suffered. Yeah. Because every time folks mention the Marvel shows, obviously they lean towards WandaVision the most, but mm-hmm. look how much effort and time and love was put into it. Exactly. I don't even like Scarlet Witch. Surprise, listener, I got you again. Another hot take from the husband. Uh, <laughs> but... You cannot deny the performances. You cannot deny the characters. You cannot deny that it was a really well done show. Yeah. I personally thought Agatha was the dopest thing on there with the exception of my man Vision. Oh, yeah. Do you remember the part? Uh, this is a tangent, so get ready for tangents <laughs> with the husband. Do you remember in WandaVision the part where she rolls the credits and Vision's like, he's angrily telling her that I don't remember anything yeah. and I feel like you're hiding something from me. Yeah. Paul really like he he, he really yeah. ran on that I, I, I've always liked Vision but I like his Vision. Yeah. Like when I read comics now I can't hear any voice but his. Yeah. Which is crazy because I've been watching be, uh, media with Vision for years. Yeah. But now when I see it it's him I hear. Mm-hmm. So they did a great job but look how much energy and genuine time exactly. went into that. So it's going to translate well because as Westerners, we know about these kinds of situations to an extent. Exactly. In a very exaggerated way. Yeah. But the connection is there. Whereas with shows like Ms. Marvel, even if you don't connect immediately, a good show will have you asking questions that you hope to see answered yeah. the next time around. That's how you get connected. Yeah, and I mean, obviously I'm very white. I have you know no background with Islam or anything like that. But watching this show, it really gave me a genuine appreciation for their culture, for, you know, their, their celebrations, how they get together, just their, you know, their families, they, you know, their, their community. It's, it was beautiful to see, honestly. And if you can't appreciate that, well, I'm sorry. I'm not. But, <laughs> but I mean, honestly, y'all, there are so many Marvel series out there with white leads 
go watch some of those shows. You know, if you can't get out of yourself and appreciate another culture and, you know, just watch a series and appreciate it for what it is, then I've, that sounds like a you problem. Sorry. Go, go watch Cluck and Buck Express again. Come on back to the husband. Cause I've got <laughs> plenty of wonderful tidbits and knowledge for you. I've got all kinds of delicious anecdotes <laughs> that are gluten-free and farm-to-table. <laughs> yeah, and again, like, this is going back to, you know, just focusing on the right... This is going back to, I think, focusing on the right things. You know, when you get into the writer's room and when you're sitting down and you're deciding um, plot, you're deciding characters, um, you're setting up conflicts and arcs and all of those things, I, I just, I really love and appreciate all of the care that they put into this show. Like, it, it shows. Like, you can watch movies and shows and you can tell, you can tell when the writers are just tired and there's like... Or, or they don't care. Yeah, or they just don't care. It's like, hey, I'm, I'm just trying to make make this money and go, we're, you know? We're making another Call of Duty game. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, you you can tell oh, when yeah. a whole, pro- not just writers, but when a whole production team is really into the project and when they're not. And this is definitely one I think that you can tell that they are into it. Which is important because she's such a dope character yeah. and like hero and so there are all kinds of interesting t- stories you can tell with Kamala mm-hmm. and, you know, her surrounding characters and family and friends. It's important that you do it well so people want to see more of her. Exactly. That being said, it's it's very aggravating and frustrating to think that they put this up against Obi-Wan. Yeah, and that fo- is. Folks are going to argue. I'm not sure how many of your listeners actually interact, you know what I'm saying, with, like, with mm-hmm. your pages and stuff. That's right. I'm calling you out again. Uh, <laughs> that being said, it was a bad move. It's yeah. one thing to say, oh, we really want to get this out and we can't wait for people to see how they react to it. But it's another thing yeah. when you put this up against a show involving Obi-Wan where Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen are coming back to be in the lead roles. Yeah. You're setting me up for failure. Yeah. I, I definitely, because like, honestly, it, uh, there were like, because I, I was planning on watching Ms. Marvel. I, I wanted to watch, you know, I wanted to watch the show and I wanted to see what they were going to do with her. Um, but they released like, Two episodes, I think, before I even realized that they were being released. There wasn't a whole lot of press surrounding it because... Because of Obi-Wan. All of the focus was on that Obi-Wan show. And not to say that it didn't deserve attention because this was a big deal for a lot of Star Wars fans. Oh, yeah. And we've gone over that in detail. (laughs) And the problem there is, so if I'm coming out with something that I know is... I'm going to need, not necessarily a niche audience, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to need a lot of attention... From the people, kind of like with Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need your direct attention so you can get in touch with us and what we've got to mm-hmm. give you. We need some space. But it's like, you know? okay, so that's fine. You'll be going up against this headliner here. You're setting me up to not even get out yeah. of the blocks. Yeah. Because I think they were playing them on the same day. Yeah, because they, yeah. they came out on the same day. Because like for a week or so, you know, um, you would come home from work and we would... Pull both of them up. We'd watch one right after the other. Which, and how many people are going to do that? Exactly. Now, mind you, a lot of folks, because even though Kamala's been around and obviously established, she's been yeah. in dope arcs and video games, and she's 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 prominent, and that's mm-hmm. great, and I want to see more of her because I've always been a fan. With that being said, if Superman's in the main event, mm-hmm. ain't nobody going to be checking for Blue Beetle. No. That's just, and Absolutely. it's not a dig at him. Yeah. Because I like him more than Superman. I got you again. I don't like any of your faves. <laughs> this is going to be an episode of just hot takes oh, with the husband. <laughs> hot takes with the husband, man. You guys are going to get sick of me. Uh, and I'm being polite because I'm quite tempted to go scorch earth, but this is in a show, so I'm <laughs> But it's important that they have that room to grow. Because here's the thing. Even though Moon Knight went over well, and a lot of that is based around thirst, which mm, I cannot <laughs> deal with that right now. But... Nothing was distracting from that show exactly. or that story on yeah. Disney Plus at the moment. Granted, they, they got a ton of stuff to watch. Yeah. But, but there was nothing new, really, that was coming out. Right. So when you pull up that compete. home screen and you say, new episode, that was the only one. Yeah. Give me a chance to stretch my legs. So as with this, it's getting a chance to stretch its legs after the race has started. Yeah. And it's... I'm frustrated because I can't help but feel like they kind of set it up to where it's like, oh, look, people didn't really want to watch, so I guess we're not really interested in Pakistani heroes. And it's like, no. Yeah. What you're doing is kind of underhanded and seedy, but yeah. Disney is in Florida. Uh, 
There it is again. There's the husband starting trouble. Tegan, call off your dog. <laughs> but I yeah. Should, uh, I shouldn't and... be on podcast, am I? Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Okay, great. <laughs> I shouldn't do this. Like, I should be banned from podcasts. <laughs> I haven't even got started. Celebrate. So, with the whole... Um, I do want to address also, like, the differences that they... Um, that they made between um, Kamala in the comics and even in like, you know, other animated media and the Kamala in this particular series. Now I'm not like, you know, super knowledgeable about every little detail about Kamala in the comics and other series, but we knew going into this that, you know, they were going to change up her powers and how they presented. And I remember when they first came out with that, I was a little like, I'm not really sure what that's going to be like. Apprehensive. Yeah, like, you know, I I don't know what it's going to be like. Like, I'm not instantly in love with it, but I don't... Certain change is going to make you a little uncomfortable to start, unless it's a knock-out-of-the-park kind of deal. Yeah. It's going to go, hey, that's not the original thing. You're messing with the thing I like. Yeah. So, I I was a little unsure about how that was all going to go down, but I have to say that, you know, how they've incorporated um, Najma... Yeah, like, Najma and Kamran and the rest of the clandestines and... You know their powers and how it's manifested in Kamala. I I really appreciate it now. Like visually, it looks I think a lot better than it would be if they had stuck with her just original and powers with like Inbigin and all that stuff. It was because of the Inhumans thing and everybody yeah. got locked into. Conti- Here's a deal. Here's a hot take for you. You can put this one in your pocket. The Inhumans was a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. There are certain elements of the Inhumans that are cool, but the whole oh I went into a cocoon and now I shoot fire out of my hands. Like no, it's really stupid. They were trying to like muscle. I don't know if they were trying to muscle an X Men or what, but. The best thing that came from the Inhumans is one, Lockjaw, and two, Kamala Khan. No, I'm yeah. not putting him ahead because he's a dog. He's just the sweetest guy. And he's got them big jowls that made <laughs> he can teleport. That, give me more of that. And that's my next Disney Plus ask. I want to see a live action series of Lockjaw starring, yeah. I don't know, Taylor Lautner or something. <laughs> but yeah, like, you know, going with her original powers, they would have had to incorporate the Inhumans somehow and and that's a as, big mess to clean up yeah and as of yet at least there's been no real presentation of inhumans in the mcu just one and emma yep <laughs> emma mm. so i'm i'm really glad that like you know they decided to just know we're going to do our own thing and this is how we're going to do it and more importantly is connected directly to her and her mm-hmm. family and her people and her i her don't past. mind that because you know you see a lot of bangles you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I don't know if he, I don't know if you've actually broke bread with a couple of folks that from mm-hmm. that from that uh, culture and community. I've met maybe a couple handfuls, and some of the uh, older women would wear like the bangles and maybe a, a necklace or two. And I would think, huh, they're wearing a lot of jewelry, like Mr. T. And they would be like, hey, hush up, because you know I didn't understand. But that's a part of who they are, and so her mm-hmm. her powers in this instance are more so hers instead of just oopsie poopsie you landed yeah. in a cocoon yeah and plus more... the whole stretch armstrong thing i've grown to like it more than i thought i would yeah so i have no arguments i think it's dope i like i like the color then things need more color yeah you all you Zack snyder dudes that messed up the vibe i know right everything needs to be gray and this is coming from somebody whose favorite color is literally gray <laughs> color is important so I don't know if you remember in Cluck and Buck when they went to that club. I'm sorry yeah. to bring up Cluck and Buck again, everybody. Uh, and everything looked kind of like Night City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Color. Yeah. It's, there's so many things that can be done easily, and it's just like, nah, let's take the fun out of it. But with her powers, I'm curious to see where it goes next. I know she started hitting cats with Shorty Ukins now, yeah. which is kind of funny. Yeah. They look a lot harder than the big punches she threw in that Avengers game. Oh, yeah. And it, it's really interesting to see like her powers... like. Not evolve, like, her powers don't evolve, but, like, her use of the powers evolve. She's starting to understand it a little better. Yeah, so, like, at first it was just, like, a tool she used. So, like, when she was rescuing the kid from that was hanging out of the window in the mosque, Mm -hmm. you know, she was, like, you know, using it as, like, stepping stones to kind of, like, you know, guide him down and then to, like, you know, try to catch him. Which is a nice little, uh... A double entendre because now it's stepping stones and she's make, taking those yeah. small steps into branching out using yeah. certain powers. And like when she was practicing with Bruno, you know, she's using that to kind of like, you know, stabilize, you know, get used to the idea of stabilizing it and using it and everything. 
And then she, you know, was moving on using it as a shield. And she would use, she used it obviously to, you know, catch, um, you know, catch the cosplayer uh, when right. it first manifested, yeah. you know. So it's going for more defense. And so now it's starting to evolve a little bit more into offense. It's along, it's along the lines of a lantern ring when you think about it. Yeah, kind of like that. Because like it's that. like, as far as your imagine, imagination can go, that's what it can be. Yeah. Obviously not as off the charts, whereas, you know, it's nothing for Green Lantern to make like a huge robot. Or yeah. Whatever, like an injustice. But with her, it's like, this is what I want to do with it, and this is what I can do. Yeah. So that's a nice touch. Yeah. I, I kind of like it. Yeah. And it, Little Mama this planner is... She's, oh, oh my gosh. She's yes, really she is good. nailing it. And honestly, and not just her, but like everybody that has been involved in this series, there is such an amazing chemistry. There's an amazing chemistry between her and Nakia. Um, you know, just a lovely little friendship, you know, going to mosque together, having, you know, going to school together, you know, just hanging out. And I, I, I really love, you know, all these little um relationships and these details in them that she has not just with her family and her immediate family but also with her friends as well and you can tell that you know there's um there's a lot of background there you know in some tv series you know you see people you know a group of people and it's like you know you know like in your mind you interpret that yes they are friends but you don't feel it yeah you don't really feel like they have that energy that Star Wars episode three all over again yeah and so Emma it's... I'm so in love with you yes because of the couch yes I'm, I'm causing a lot of trouble I apologize in advance if you lose listeners it's my fault send all hate mail to Lethorbus who I am at gmail.com thank you <laughs> but you have to feel those connections yeah because a lot of times most main characters not this isn't a dig at anyone in particular mm-hmm. but sometimes they don't have enough meat on the bones to carry a story sometimes it's more about the how they react to the way Mm -hmm. they're with their people so like kind of like in dragon age those main antagonists Mm -hmm. it's not so much them it's how we interact with the people around us and our companions that bring out either the best and or worst in us Mm -hmm. and so it's important to have that foundation with your main character because if you don't it's going to run out of sizzle really fast yeah because you're going to get bored yeah, and, um, you know, we, we've said before, you know, if the writing isn't good, there's not a whole lot that the actors can do. Game of Thrones! <laughs> yeah, but, you know, the inverse is also true, too. Even if the writing is on point, you know, if the actors don't click with both the role and the other actors, it can sometimes fall a little flat. And so this is just a great... Um, this is a great showing of how, you know, all of these elements come together when everybody is clicking and everybody is doing their job really well this is what can happen and so i i really would love to see like more of this i know we have one more episode and i'm so disappointed because i want more already but they, what they're doing is i'm this is just an assumption mm-hmm. of course and a theory i think what they're doing is they're trying to build this up so they can make their next avengers right? i think so too and you know i don't I don't really mind it. I'm not mm-hmm. really sure how they're going to try and tie it all together. It's going to be a little messy. Yeah. What happens is, I'm not sure if you've noticed or not, mm-hmm. they keep throwing in little jabs with scrolls. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I've noticed that. And I'm With con- the scrolls and um, the other uh, race, too. Uh, the one that... The Kree? Kree, yes. So, I mean, so, obviously the Kree we've been involved with, but they've been throwing more scroll stuff and in. And it's, it's going to get messy, but I'm trying to picture it because, like, okay, you got Sam. He's Cap. Mm-hmm. You got Kamala Khan, she's Ms. Ms. Marvel, Marvel, right? And then, because the She-Hulk thing hasn't come out yet. Not yet. Right? Mm-hmm. But then you've got Lil Mama, uh, Hawkeye, and then Kate Bishop. And, and then, then you have Moon Knight. Ain't nobody rocking with Moon Knight. No. No, no he ain't gonna, he's not going to be on nobody's <laughs> team. I totally understand that Moon Knight's not going to be on anybody's team, because if I'm talking to Steven in the headquarters... Like, Steven, have you seen My Great Nuts? And he's like, oh, I, I'm so sorry. I haven't seen them. And then he just immediately blacks out. And it's more like, yeah, I ate your grape nuts. Not do it again. <laughs> and so that's a lot to deal with. So he's not going to be on anybody's team. But the the way the next Avengers team is shaping out, I believe it's going to be an inverse. Remember where Natasha was the only woman. Yeah. I think Cap's going to be the only guy. Shit, I don't mind. I don't mind. I just <laughs> yeah. was picturing it. And I was like, poke Cap. Because <laughs> he's going to be walking on eggshells because, you know, you have to be careful because 
it's a it's a totally different it's dynamic. It's a completely different dynamic. Right, and for, for for a lot of guys, especially a lot of cis head guys, being in a position where we're outnumbered, it'll make us feel defensive when it doesn't need to. Yeah. And as a result, it's like, how am I going to mesh with all these people? Which could be a lot of fun yeah. to watch. Yeah. You know, but it all depends on them because they got to stop tiptoeing. Yeah. And that's the problem. They have the potential for another. Let's say, how long was the original phase with the Avengers? Wasn't it like uh, 10 years or something? With, uh, I don't want to... With RDJ and all them? No, I don't think it was that long, but it they did quite a bit of work setting up right. the first Avengers. And the possibilities for great stories mm-hmm. is there. Oh, yeah, but, definitely. one, you're owned by Disney. Two, we got to find a way to keep it family-friendly. Yeah. And three... We can't mess around and make folks so mad that they don't want to consume it. Exactly. So Because there's a certain demographic yep. that is not going to want to be challenged. You know what I mean? Yep. And just like... And they're usually the ones that are review bombing Ms. Marvel. <laughs> yeah, y'all are trash. I said it. Come come, 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 find me. Come find me on Twitter at hey, Emmett's your husband. I, I, I welcome the smoke. Yeah, all the email, the Twitter, that is actually his. So. All of that is legit. You can, yes. you can come down anytime and see. You can go ahead and get you a uh, one-on-one class and promo work because I'm behaving. This is me <laughs> behaving. I, yeah. I, I've, been, I've been good, right? Oh, yes, you've been excellent. See? I haven't even gone on scorched earth, scorched earth and I want to so bad. <laughs> but I'm being good because I'm following Tegan's lead. <laughs> Um, and I also did want to talk really, really quick about the arc with these relationships because, you know, obviously we get a really big glimpse into them. It, it kind of almost feels sitcom-y in a way when you're like, you know, viewing Kamala's family. And, All that's missing is the laugh track. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, it's not like, it's not like funny comedic, but it's just the way that you view them. It's relatable. Yeah, like, exactly. like like the energy between her and her brother. Exactly. It's like, not it's not antagonizing. Yeah. But it's just like ha tease. Yeah. And it's like yeah. ha jerk, and it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that then, being said, I I really wish her dad and her spent more time together. Yeah. On the show. That was one thing. Like out of that absolute garbage fire of an Avengers game, the most wonderful thing about it was seeing Kamala and her relationship with her father because it was so genuine and it was so beautiful and not that you know her father is bad or mean or anything like that no but because of how we've been conditioned to perceive mm -hmm. middle eastern fathers and their daughters exactly remember that crap from god's not dead yes yes oh my gosh that but that's how that's like a stereotype or a, a uh almost like a preset mm-hmm. for how that, oh you know that's how they treat their daughters yeah you know that's how they treat their wives and and just just in case anybody if you don't know out there just very very quick aside um in case you have not been uh, cursed to know about this movie called god's not dead um it is a terrible christian movie <sighs> that has a number of very racist stereotypes and one of them is a muslim father who forces his daughter to you know wear a head covering i don't know if it's supposed to be a hijab or another type of head covering because i mean can't be sure i'm pretty sure they called it hijab i don't know if it actually was because you know christians aren't gonna actually research that the way it was wrapped it didn't look right but you know you know the whole thing where she starts listening to sermons and starts wanting to convert to christianity and he's physically violent and kicks her out and so that is like, you know, the stereotype that we've been fed. And, you know, it was really nice to see in the game that, you know, they're really connecting and they're very, very close. And that's not to say that in the series they weren't either, but in the series, they kind of frame her and her relationship with her mom in there. And, but I get why they did that because, um, it's, it addresses this generational, um, Disconnect. Disconnect between her and her mom and then her mom and her grandmother. And it's, it it was, you know, obviously in the beginning, you know, there's lots of, there's some friction and, you know, (laughs) and everything like that. But it was so beautiful to see this payoff in episode five where Kamala and her mother and her grandmother are together. And, you know, her mother apologizes and says, you know, I'm sorry. I'm just, you're my baby and I'm having trouble letting you go. And then her mother apologizes to her grandmother. You know, there's mending there's, fences. Yes. And How was, often do we really see that in our media? Yes, and it's so beautiful a to see a sincere apology. Yeah. After realizing I was wrong, instead of going, "Well, 
I'm sorry you feel that way. Yes. Like, no, it's not the same sandwich. It was so heartwarming to see them all come together with each other. And, and it was kind of embarrassing to see how easy it was for her. Like, dude, it takes me a minute to apologize. <laughs> like, ah, raspberries. <laughs> I gotta go through all these channels and mental gymnastics and then eventually... Well, keep in mind, that was five episodes. And who knows how much time. Yeah. That wasn't... I mean, the flight to Pakistan alone. Yeah, that... Oh, man, that's at least two, three days. Well, not that long. Probably like... With layovers and such? Probably like a day or so. If you think if so? A day or two. Well, her, mom, her grandma is loaded or something, it, right? Uh, I'm not sure. Man, but, that, that house suggests loaded. I don't know how you say it in Urdu, but... Jeez. But, but uh, oh, quick! Um, one more quick aside. If we've turned you off from watching God's Not Dead, just remember Kevin Sorbo gets hit with a car. I hit you with all the spoilers, and it's the best part of the movie. Yeah, it is actually great. Treat yourself. <laughs> I've I've actually pulled that up when when Tegan was asleep, and I was just watching get hit over and over again. Oh yeah, um, I'm gonna get you in trouble. <laughs> It is great to watch going in knowing that it's a crappy movie. Do not go in there thinking that it is an actually good movie. Nah, man. Get, just get really relaxed. Get you some snacks and just snark. Make sure you have somebody you can bounce jokes yeah. off of. Yeah. And it, you'll be fine. Yeah. But. I, I felt like that caveat was necessary. <laughs> yes. So. But yeah, I mean, this is this is the way that, you know, we should see. Because, I mean, how, how many series and shows and movies have we seen with just these toxic relationships and not to say that you know obviously there are toxic relationships out there in every nationality and culture yes yeah and we do i think you know need that outlet sometimes to express that and to you know kind of almost get like a catharsis out of it but at the same time we also need representations of really good and healthy relationships and you know across the board yeah yes and the thing is is even in healthy relationships, it's not going to be conflict-free. You know, there's there's going to be some things that are going to happen. There's going to be, you know, little fights and arguments that comes up. But it's how you act after that. It's how you come back together and apologize. You know, whoever needs to apologize, apologizes. And, you know, you, you do any kind of, you know, restitution that you need to do. And, you know, you go from there. And it's, it's really, you know, and restitution could be anything from large to small you know sometimes it's it's a hug and it's you know saying i was wrong and that's you know, usually one of the biggest ones yeah just being being willing to admit that yeah. you were wrong yeah there's no shame so so many people these days see it seems like you know you just want to double down and you know or just ignore and deflect but sometimes you just need to say you know what i was wrong and seeing that portrayed is i think just as important I can't remember the last time I've seen that in some superhero media. Do you? Can you honestly remember a time where it didn't have to be a mom and parent, it didn't have to be a parent-child situation, mm-hmm. but just two people that who are very prominent in each other's lives and taking the moment to say, I was wrong. Because I see your eyes moving. Yeah, like, I, I, I'm I, thinking, man. I'm, I'm, sitting, thinking. I'm sitting here stumped because it's usually a begrudging kind of thing where it's like, like, yeah, I, like you, yeah you were right. You know, yeah. it, it's, it's so, never I was wrong. It's just, all right, fine, you were right. Let's yeah. move on. It's more of you were right instead of I was wrong. And that's an, an important distinction to make. Oh, yeah. A very important distinction to make because right. it's not just you were right, but I was wrong. And there's no and shame acknowledge- in that. Yeah, you know, and Because that's how you that. can heal and move forward. Exactly. That being said, how do you pronounce? Little mama's name from the clandestines. You know the one I'm talking about. Najma? I love her. I <laughs> oh, do, she was amazing. I don't want to like her mama, but <laughs> I love her. So she and, will not be stopped. Or well, now she well, is. well, maybe. Okay, so like episode five, we all know that you know Najma. You know we we had like that veil rip open and Najma seemingly disintegrated, but something happened with Cameron. And we don't know exactly what. We know he has powers now, obviously. But what is it really that's going on with him? And so obviously, like, when we were watching it, I thought that that was the last episode for some reason. Because, you know, I lose track of time and numbers and stuff like that. So I'm wondering now how episode six is going to go down. Because Najma, the great, you know, the the big... um, Supposed bad. She's... Gone, but I have to wonder how gone she is because I mean she left Kamran in the first place. Even though he's her son, she doesn't have that same connection as you know Kamala and her mother. No, the goal not at all. Is, it's about the goal. Yeah, 
And this is so, how you do a villain because there's no deus ex machina crap with her. Mm-hmm. You're, she's constantly using her resources. She's constantly turning mm-hmm. those wheels. Do you remember that part when they're hunting her in the kitchen? Yeah. And she just throws out that little thing to throw some noise out. Just to, I'm going to make you come to me. She's yeah. using her brain. I love yep. it when I see a villain and it's like, no, I'm not going to do this. You're getting goosebumps, literally. I <laughs> am because I appreciate a good villain. And with her, it's like, you're either in my corner or you're in the way. Yep. And I love it. And I know I'm not going to see no more of it. But the thing is with Kamran is what really happened to him? And I have to wonder if she did something like to attach herself to him. So On essentially, the Rachel Ghoul side of the yeah, game. Like I, yeah, like him where it's like, you know, she can potentially use him to come back mm-hmm. or to influence something in some way. So obviously we're going to have to wait till episode six to... Find out what's going to happen with that. Oh, well, yeah. But, but the thing is, they, they've done this show so well that you're looking forward yeah. to seeing where the story goes. Yeah. That's a testament to how well your work is. Because mm-hmm. certain things you watch or you listen to and it's like, that was a chore. Yeah. What's that show I was watching on Netflix? Uh, oh, my God. He-Man. The oh, Masters right. of the Universe. Right. The new Masters and of the Universe, was, which, and, we nev- which we ended up not covering because it was just kind of a disaster. And I, It's a lot to process and a lot to deal with. Yeah. And it just kind of leaves you feeling drained. Exactly. And that's not a dig at anyone in particular, but I remember watching it and just, for me, it became, I have to finish this. Yeah. I have to see this through. Yep. And then when it was over, I was like, whew. <laughs> Now I can get something to eat. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, you don't want that from the media no, consumer. No, no, no. But real quick, because, uh, you know, she's all about the little Comron dude, right? And oh, it's yeah. like, all right, this is Marvel and Disney's chance to introduce polyamory because Bruno loves her. Oh, yeah. Like, this is young love and, like, let me love you. Like, yeah. you, you know I'm here. And it's like, I'm not saying that she, I don't feel like with her it's just, oh, that's just my friend. I feel mm-hmm. like they're close to where it could grow into something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's but definitely that potential but, there. But at the same time, she's like, oh, that's just Bruno. That's that's my man's in them. But at the same time, it's like, half I'm doing everything but wearing a shirt that says love me. Like, come yeah. on. I'm right here. And so, why not have, why not yeah. let her have both? Yeah. Yeah, I said it. Why not? That That's the thing. Is Why not? That's the thing. Is like, love triangles really only create conflict when polyamory is not an option. Yep. <laughs> And so, because everybody clearly... And so that, that's why I hate seeing it so much. Because I've like, gauged Twitter, and a lot of folks really like Bruno. And mm-hmm. obviously, everyone finds Kamran really attractive and charming. And so it's like, don't have her stuck in the middle. I, I'm pretty sure Bruno's like, look, you can do whatever you want to do just when you come back to me. Yeah. That, that's the vibe I pick up from him. Like, leave it at the door when you come back home. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that would be that would be cool. That Wouldn't would that be, be something new? Yeah, that would be an interesting thing to cover. And now you've got but the kicker there is now you've got kids asking questions. Yeah. But oh I gosh, still think that. But I think that's necessary. Yeah. How many times can you tell the same story and make the same landing and make it work? Exactly. Honestly. Exactly. You can't. Evolution is important. And not, that doesn't necessarily mean make it big and grandiose. Yeah. It's important to say this is something you may encounter in your life. Mm-hmm. And this is how it can go. Exactly. Choices. It's the spice of life. <laughs> so why not? Yeah. And plus, realistically, that uh, I forget little mama's name is playing Ms. Marvel. Do you remember her name? Um. Because she's she's. Very, I I just had it up. I just had it up. Because she's up. she's really uh, Iman. She's really talented and she's really really pretty. Oh my god, she is like the perfect Ms. Marvel. Honestly. I remember looking at her at first. And I was like, oh, she's cute, and I was like, that's not enough. Because with Kamala, she's, her energy is just really Yeah, bubbly, she has a certain energy And it's about really her. infectious to where it's like, oh, well, she's sweet. I'll take care of her and keep her safe. And so she's done really well. Oh, she's done so perfectly. She's done a really good so job. So perfectly. And so I got no complaint. This is how you do a good uh, yes. AFAB character. Yes. Because nothing about her feels Mary Sue-ish. Yeah. Nothing about her feels that you sex. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I, and I mean, I know that, you know... Uh, Kamala's favorite superhero is Captain Marvel, and I I know that and I understand that. I don't really like I don't really like Carol Danvers that much personally, and the I liked her better when she was in a coma. I got all the hot takes today. I have the day off. <laughs> um, you heard me. <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm gonna get some hate mail. I know, I know. I don't care. Um, you were talking about yes, yeah. and and obviously like the movie, the, her 
her movie, obviously, I, I did not enjoy. We I'm pretty sure we covered that. Oh, no, you didn't cover it with me. Well, not not with you, but... Oh, okay. I, I covered it with uh, Lindsay. Because so, I, I would not have behaved. Yeah, it, it was just... it, Like you said, it felt forced. It, 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 felt, like a te- felt, it felt like a chore. Yes, it, it felt like there was this forced representation going on where it's like, well, okay, so we've had all of these, you know... Um, Origin movies, or just, you know, movies in general featuring, you know... Uh, Strong female character. And it's just like... Yeah, and... I, I'm, I didn't mean to cut you off, but it no, drives no, no. me nuts because little little girls, little AFAB people, they need to see this. Yes. They need to feel like, I can be a hero too. Yeah. But when you force it into this mold, right, where it's just like, not only am I strong, everybody around me weak. Yeah. That's too much. Yeah. I don't I didn't like it with Superman. Mm-mm. I didn't like it with I don't like it with the Hulk. I like it when he's challenged. Mm-hmm. Because it's supposed to bring out the best in you. Same with Thor. I want to see you in trouble mm-hmm. and I want to see how you respond to it. I never cared for Captain America. You know this. Yeah. Huh? I'm going there again. But Chris Evans and the way he did it made it was like, you know what? Well, between that, the death of Captain America and the aftermath I was like, I, I can deal with this. Yeah. I can de- But you need those characters for the little girls of the world, for the little trans girls yeah. of the world, for everybody, for the for all you little NBs out there. You need that. Yes. Because I swear, Meteor Man is so corny. <laughs> but to see a black man hero yeah. taking care of his community, one of the first things he did mm-hmm. was build a huge garden. Yeah. That doesn't sound that super, does it? Mm-mm. But... When I know that there's only one place in my neighborhood where I can get vegetables, but now I can just go outside and get it. Yep. These things are important. So to see Middle Eastern heroes, Middle Eastern villains, it's important. And more importantly, not that we're just present, that we're, that we're talented, that, we're, yes. that we are characters worth consuming. Because mm-hmm. you said Najma? Najma. I want more of her. <laughs> I swear I do. She bad. Picture her, but like as strong as Hella. Ooh, yeah. That's problems. You are correct. Problem. That is problems. Morty would say it's problematic, and I agree. Yes, yes. But um, I'm, please continue. I'm sorry. But any, anyway, like, I mean, how, how many, you know, superhero movies that we had with, that have been good, that, you know, feature, you know, that, that are about a, you know, AMAB, cishet, usually white man, and they're done well. And they have a lot of care, and there's a lot of salty, and there's a lot of good work, and everything like that. Which is great. And then and you start good. flooding the market. And But then you turn around, and it's like, okay, so now we have an AFAB uh, 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 Person? A woman, who uh, uh, a superhero here, that, and we're going to do a, a story about her. And then it's just like, it's like it's thrown together, and there's no real... It's like there's no real personality to the story. There, you mean there's like no Wonder real, Woman eighty four. Yeah, there's there's no care. There's no subtlety. There's maybe some pop culture. There's or maybe some sort of nostalgia tied to it, and that was, that's it. That was all Captain Marvel. Yes, Captain Marvel and Wonder Woman eighty four. And Wonder Woman eighty four disappoints me so greatly because I love Wonder Woman, but that was that is not the representation we need. Mm-hmm. That's not the representation we need. Ms. Marvel. Is the representation that we need? Yeah, I want to see Re- I want to see her. I want to see Riri and Ironheart because I say I think they want to do something with her, which is cool. I am indifferent about the upcoming She-Hulk, but that's I haven't read a lot of She-Hulk in yeah in, in the past couple years. I, I'm not as familiar with She-Hulk. The last either. thing I ever read from She-Hulk was she was about to do the Cannonball special mm-hmm. with Wolverine, mm-hmm. and she was like, "That's a firm little butt you got there," <laughs> yeah. and I was like, "And she talked before she tosses him." <laughs> So yeah, she has made him incredibly uncomfortable before launching him through the air like a meatball. So <laughs> that was cool. But and I don't know much about because uh, I know uh, with the Avengers thing again, but mm-hmm. they're trying to rebuild this new one. Because mm-hmm. what's her name is Thor. Oh uh, yeah, Natalie Portman. Which everybody knows Natalie Portman Which, can act. I believe uh, Thor: Love and Thunder is now out. Yeah, it's already came out. People, yeah, people are, the reviews are in. People are enjoying it. Everybody's upset about. Uh, are you going to watch this? I want to just keep it to myself. If that's the case. 
No, let's go. Uh, no, well, no, we we don't want to record this and give anybody any potential spoilers if they haven't. Right, if they haven't. But but um, we all know that Jane Foster is going to be Thor. Yeah, I mean, right? or that she is Thor. Yeah, so that we we've seen the pictures. This. We we know this. I don't mind this. It's important that yeah, little girls have as many heroines as little boys have heroes. Exactly. It's important that we share. The thing with that is. I want it to be something of substance. That part in the uh, Avengers Endgame, mm-hmm. which I'm pretty sure everybody's seen it by now, where it seems oh, like yeah. every AFAB character just kind of rallies in a corner by themselves, uh-huh. that felt forced. That, yeah, it was... I, I, like, for, I, a sec- I'm for a second... So it may not be my place. For a second, it almost felt good, but then it's like, okay, I, I don't know. They're, because here's the like, thing. It was almost there, but... Because they were just kind of standing there like, present like no are yeah. you are you throwing punches are you hitting pew pews what are you doing yeah i want to see them stunt and show out so that it doesn't feel like it's forced yeah they're just a part of this yeah and we and we rocking mm-hmm. but that was just like we're standing here that's not enough i agree i get that it's important to see it up there mm-hmm. but show them through on a clothesline give me something oh and um so you know obviously like you know everything that they've been building up with this next phase, whether, you know, it's with, um, Dr. Strange, uh, Scarlet Witch, um, Monica Rambeau hasn't come back yet. She got powers though. But she, yeah, she's got powers. I'm ready to see her go ahead and throw some punches. Me too. Oh, me too. Do you ship her and my, my little Asian fellow, the agent? Kind of a little bit. I feel like he, like, hold my purse. Like, yes, baby. <laughs> she about to, like, no, he just come around the corner like, oh, they were being mean to me, and she was like, who is it? Him over there? Like, hold my purse. Yes, ma'am. And he over there just started slapping up. He like, yeah, get him. <laughs> I I apologize. I kind of see. I know he can take care of himself, but he ain't got no powers. Yeah, but so we we've got you know we we've, we've got some really good in spite setups. Of, in spite of the burnout. And, yeah, and in spite of some, you know, stumble, a little bit of stumble here, a little bit of stumble here, you know, I, I think we do have a really solid setup for this next phase of Marvel. It's just, it's just, you know, what are they going to do from here and where are they going to go, go from here? I really hope that they take cues from shows like Miss Marvel in the future because this is so very important for kids to see. You remember when Black Panther came out and, you know, yeah, they, yeah. they had the little, there was a picture of, you know, a couple little kids looking up at the poster of Black Panther and being able to see themselves yeah. in this hero. Yeah. And same thing with Miss Marvel, same thing with Monica, Rambo. Like, we need these, you know, yeah. a, even if you personally cannot connect to a character. That does not mean that that character is not a good character. If you don't personally connect with a particular show, that doesn't mean it's not a good show. Nope. It might not be for you. And guess what? Not everything is for you. Not everything's for me. And showing up is. Yes. That's gluten free. <laughs> the the thing is is I think we need to normalize sitting down and shutting up because not everything is for you. I know, especially like in America as a society, like it is so easy to get caught up in, you know, seeing yourself in all of the media pretty much. And so when something like Ms. Marvel comes out, it's like, oh, I don't really see myself in there. I don't like it. So I'm not going to give it a chance. Exactly. So, you know, even if you don't enjoy it, that's okay. It's not for you. And it's okay to admit that, hey, this isn't for me. This, but... That doesn't mean that it's not good, and it doesn't mean that it's not important for other people either. So I would say, you know, please keep that in mind. You know, even if you don't personally enjoy it as much, please keep in mind that this is still well done, and this is still very, very important as far as representation, not only for, you know, for um, AFAB individuals, but also for Middle Eastern, Pakistani, Indian for you know muslims this is very important representation and when you shit on a series just just because you personally don't enjoy it because you personally don't connect to it you're also shitting on all of these people that it represents and you know i mean maybe you don't care about that but i do so again you know 
I, I would I would you know hope that our listeners are you know a little bit more open and a little bit you know more. Pretty sure um, they are. I've seen some of your numbers. A lot of the folks that listen to your stuff are over there. Yeah, I I, I do know that we have some listeners that are from. Middle Eastern countries that I've seen some come in from Africa. Thank you so much for listening. And I really love and appreciate you. And this this is important. And so I hope that our listeners, you know, even the ones here in America who I know we have some white cis listeners, you know, I hope that even if, you know, you don't personally connect to things, I hope that you have the ability and the empathy to step outside of that and see that just because I don't personally connect to it doesn't mean that it's good and doesn't mean that it's important. Because at the end of the day, representation, you know, it, it, it norm yes, it normalizes certain things like that should be normalized, you know, like, you know, when we see gay characters in media, you know, we can see gay characters that are done well, it, it just normalizes things. And that's good. We need more of that. So again, like, that's why I'm just really ecstatic and I really, really love Ms. Marvel and I... Uh, I, I can't wait for episode six, and yet I'm dreading episode six because I don't want it to be over. Yeah, they need to go into just doing TV stuff. Maybe take yeah. a break from movies. Yeah. What I would do is I would rock with TV shows for a hot minute. I would mm -hmm. make folks start foaming at the mouth for movies. Mm -hmm. And then, all right, you can have it now. Yeah. But by then, all that time you've spent, you've been you've doing that world building. Yep. So you don't have to worry about trying to wing it and land it the first time. Yeah, and try to connect too many things in one movie yep. and therefore make the story suffer. So but Don't listen to me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know nothing. Yeah, I mean, you know, what, what are we? Just, you know... A... <laughs> I'm an old man. I got a newborn son. I don't have to listen to this. <laughs> All right. So anyway, if you have listened to this, you know, very long episode already, I... You know, I don't apologize for the time because it's a very good discussion, but thank you so much for giving us your time and your energy. You know, if you've been watching Ms. Marvel, you know, how have you, how have you liked the series so far? You know, have you enjoyed it? Have there been any characters or any story arcs that have really, you know, hit you personally that you've enjoyed? And if so, what are they? Let us know. You have our social medias. We're on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And, you know, go ahead, hit us up, you know, give us some comments some messages. We're more than happy to read, you know, read everything that you have to say. And next episode, Lindsay should be back from her vacation and we'll be talking and wrapping up this Ms. Marvel series. So with all of that, I'm Tegan. And I've been a hater. <laughs> and, you and thanks so much for listening to Beauties and Headcanons. <laughs>